Hello, and welcome back to the podcast where we change and transform with love, magic, and humor. I'm your host, Kayla Fay, aka Lucid Fay, and I help people like you shift their mindset and habits so they can level up in purpose, prosperity, and personal power. I am coming to you today as a psychic, coach, witchy woman podcaster, YouTuber, and founder of the upcoming Wealthy Witch Academy, so stay tuned for that. Today, we have a very special guest on the podcast, Monica Veal, aka The Polite Saint, life coach, herbalist, and entrepreneur. Stay tuned for this episode as we explore entrepreneurship and spirituality in this digital age. Such gems were dropped in this episode, and I'm super grateful to be sharing it with you today. Yay. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing super well. I just want to thank you so much for reaching out and for your time and like willingness to drop into this little interview with me today. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. My apologies for taking so long. I was in the middle yeah. of some stuff. It is totally fine. I'm like on divine time and super, I'm working on cultivating patience. So thank you for helping me practice that. Dope, yeah. dope. Yeah, but yeah, I'm doing super well. I just got back into the States after like over a year of being in Guatemala. And I believe it was you that was saying like, when it's time to come back, you'll know, kind of like don't trip on it too much. And sure enough, like it flowed, like I was able to flow back in so well, super like synchronistically, magically. And I just like held on to that little gem of like, oh yeah, when it's time, I'll know. And like, I did. So I want to say thank you for that as well. Yeah, let's thank God together. Yeah. 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 This Uh, is a little slice of heaven here. (laughs) Yeah. Where, where are you at? Alabama. Alabama. All right. That, That is where my father's father's lineage came from. Okay. Yeah. In like short history, like Laverne, Alabama, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, not far yeah. from here. Oh, whoa. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been, but I'd like to go there someday on like an ancestral walkabout deal. Do yeah. it. It's funny. Like my grandfather actually came to me in my dream last night. So I just want to like drop into a little intention setting and opening up the space, just like thanking the ancestors and everyone who's come before us to get us to the right here, right now, to like the past versions of ourselves, to the elements, just everything working in our favor to help us grow and expand and experience this human experience as like spirit and flesh and just all the grace and mercy that I've experienced personally and that I'd love to like share as it ripples out through everyone I come into contact with. So let that be what I am rooted in like now and in all times that I want to be rooted in that. And again, just thank you so much for taking the time to do this little interview. No problem. I hope you don't smoke. I mind if I smoke during the interview. You know, I'm the saint. I don't care. Like, let it be blessing up the spirits. Like, let it be clearing the air. Like, let it be in service to our greatest and highest good. Yes, I do not mind at all. Like, I feel like I personally... I have a problem with people that have a problem with like spiritual people that want to smoke or drink or cuss or like do whatever, you know, you know, like with, within reason, so to speak, but I lean like do like do the thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 What you smoking on? Today I am smoking some, I think it's some blue dream in here. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Nice sativa. Um, but that's what I'm smoking. That's what you're smoking now. Yay. All right. So I'm just wanting to give you the floor for a bit. I know a little about what you do in the sense that you are an entrepreneur, you are a life coach, you are super tuned into your own spiritual journey and have like the balls and the willingness to share and express with other people, really helping their mindset shift. So um, opening up the floor to have you introduce yourself and what you do to my audience. Okay, well, I am um, the Polish Saint and um, 
I am a, like you said, an entrepreneurial life coach. Um, I'm actually a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I own right now, I'm part owner in seven different businesses mm-hmm. in the United States. Um, everything from cleaning to healthcare. Um, we are currently working to build a self-sustaining community to do um, healing retreats. And so that's what I'm working on now and um, being more offering my spiritual gifts like my readings and stuff like that. So I'll be offering those things online. Um, I work with entrepreneurs who are looking to get their businesses off the ground, helping them overcome any hurdles that they may have um, or be personally creating um, against their own journey. I also do a lot of work with people who are going through um, grief. So when, um, when people lose their moms mostly, um, for whatever reason, I've been called to doing that. And even here recently, I've been looking into becoming an end-of-life doula. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. And have you always been more of like a serial entrepreneur? Or how did you get started on that journey specifically? Um, I guess technically, <laughs> I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I'm a veal by blood, that's my last name. And we were um, free slaves. And so our ancestors were um, evangelistic pioneers who traveled the world talking to people about freedom and um, the goodness of God. And so I think I'm just naturally in my placement Mm -hmm. um, by the graces of God and my ancestors. And so I just feel the shoes that was left for me to be in. Mm -hmm. Exactly, something that was coming up was this question of, do you think having like African-American roots and ancestry makes one inherently more prone to entrepreneurship? Cause the way I see it, like entrepreneurship is rooted in kind of problem solving or like improving, you know, like having a different way of viewing the world and people just had to do that to survive, you know, not to say people outside of that can't be doing that, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. like, is that spark like extra there, you know? Um. I don't, I, I wouldn't say that, you mm-hmm. know, because if it was, I mean, we probably wouldn't experience so much poverty among the African-American mm-hmm. culture if, um, you know, we were all inherently entrepreneurial spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that, you know, some of us, we all have different roles to play on the planet. And that was kind of predestined for us. And it's just a matter of stepping into your role. And some mm-hmm. of us step into the role and some of us don't. Yeah, exactly. And did your entrepreneurial journey and your spiritual journey go side by side or were they kind of like, this is my muggle or worldly thing and then this is my like behind the scenes spiritual thing? Um, no, no. Um, actually, I've been more of an entrepreneur than spiritual, so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, because, like, my perception of you is just, like, spiritual, magical, badass, like, entrepreneur yeah. on the side, so it's interesting to hear that flip. It, it's it's, it's kind of weird because um, I think spirit used my entrepreneurial pursuits to, like, get my attention because yeah. the um, most defining moment came when um, – source started showing me this vision to build this center for people with autism Mm -hmm. and um i had at that point i had owned a record store i had sold um like women's fashion clothes and handbags and stuff i wasn't really good at that that wasn't my call (laughs) and um i had done various other businesses um and then i was like 27 when you know spirit was like oh no i want you to do this you know and so just kind of i think i was so open and ready that it just kind of flowed together i feel like on my entrepreneurial or just overall human journey i'll be doing something and then that thing will end and before i would get really harsh and judgmental like oh that wasn't the thing why did I do that thing like the lens of failure but lately I'm like oh my gosh every little single thing I'm called to do no matter how long it lasts is in service of the next thing the spiritual thing like this greater expanded version of myself so it's interesting to think of like oh x y and z didn't work out that business didn't work out 
but I met someone here or I got this skill and like how everything does build off of itself. It, it all flows together. Um, what I've learned and, and it's odd that you said that because I was just explaining to somebody the other day um, how, you know, at different versions of my life spirit has sent me on different missions mm. and those varying missions, you know, were key to that position of my life, even though it didn't make sense, like while it was happening, you know, mm -hmm. um, so this thing would end and then it would be like, um, a holding period or something you know more of like a um i call it reconciliation time you know mm -hmm. and from there you can see what things you have that are transferable that you take with you and things that you know didn't serve you that are left behind um exactly. but it's always you know preparing you for the next thing mm -hmm. you know so i don't really attach to things when they fail like i don't see them as failing it's just that, that thing served its purpose and go to the next thing. Exactly. And I find it almost like funny how I ever could have thought it was a failure, you know, given the new mm -hmm. way of looking at it. It's like, no, 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 like flip that, let that serve you. I've grown the whole time. Like, it's like, I'm just so, yeah. It, and it's like, just like, just try to see how something's a failure. Just try to see how anything isn't healing you, having you grow, all of that. And then I just feel yeah. like all tingly blessing everywhere and the game becomes really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm addicted to the butterflies of the unknown. Yeah, you know? exactly. That, that's my addiction. I tell people I like to not really know, you know, like when, it, when spirit gives me the message, I like to just go with that without the certainty of how mm. that culminates and just, you know, live in it. And it's always exactly. exciting. I, I haven't been disappointed. I'll tell people I've never been disappointed. Mm -hmm. And then like the, and the best is yet to come. I like attach on yeah. to the end of yeah. it too. Yeah. And, and it's only getting better. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. I'm like curious what has been the biggest resistance in your own entrepreneurial journey or like the biggest resistance you see in clients that you work with? Like what is the block that they come up against and how do you help them shift that? Um, fear would mm. be the biggest. Um, and, and, and it's because it's the most natural. Mm. It's like the human mind, every time you have one great idea, you know, in, in your soul usually drops the great idea. Your nasty little mind will come up with hundreds, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of reasons why that thing won't work, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's a spider. <laughs> and um, when you see that, you know, I always just tell people, no matter what comes in focus, you have to develop the strength to just get like what I call tunnel vision. You only see the vision because yes, there's going to be a, a million things that are going to come. Um, and that's because fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. And so everything you fear will produce itself in reality to help affirm your you know, fears. And so faith is that one thing. It's just like, I saw this and like, there's no way I would have saw this if it wasn't real. You know, like um, the Center for Autism, I was seeing that vision and I didn't really understand like what it meant um, because in a practical sense, I mean, clearly I didn't have this building that I was seeing. <laughs> I didn't have, you know, the funds. I didn't even have the education. Mm. And so um, it was like, what? You know, but I just was like, dumb enough <laughs> to stick focused on it you know in spite of what my friends say don't care listen what other people say don't listen to you you know and mm -hmm. if you're not listening to you you definitely don't listen to other people like you just have to mm -hmm. power drive into whatever the vision is mm -hmm. yeah and don't totally. don't let nothing stop you that's and so with my clients i'm always challenging them to um, look at the fear and, and see it as the illusion it is, mm -hmm. and then to you know, use their power to transmutate that. Totally. Exactly. Yeah, thank you for sharing. 
the listening to other people and like not doing that has been coming up for me, especially just looking at past self, current self, future self, just being like, why, why am I telling people what is my like soul spark of a bit like that vision is for me to manifest my heart and soul, yada, yada, yada. And then battling or dealing with my own mind on top of that. I'm like, why am I listening to anyone, especially people that have no business or no concept of what I'm even trying to do? And it, again, it goes back to being like funny, like a ha ha, why would I have ever done that? And like a stronger will and determination to not do that. Lately, I've been practicing like once it's already done, then I might share it with someone if I want to. You know what I mean? But being like, ooh, for, for myself, that is a key distractor me, or like a diversion of energy that didn't need to go there for me i share um even though people don't get it mm. um and i share because not for affirmation not for acceptance mm -hmm. but to give energy to my own thing gotcha and so it's just you know hey i'm gonna do this you know most people when you're talking they think you're full of shit. They like, man, this, <laughs> how are you going to do that? Is you know, they have all of these impossibilities or mm -hmm. their own fears. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned that most people won't affirm you. And um, some people will, you know, try to run with your idea, but that doesn't bother me either because they can't do your idea. They, they, they are mm -hmm. not in your soul. Mm -hmm. um, and so I share it just to give it its power the momentum gotcha. that it needs because i can't let other people snuff out what i desire you know and people will always mm -hmm. say oh well so and so is going to take your idea or they can do this or they can do that well they can take my idea and they can do it the way that they perceived what i said but they can't see what's in my you know vision so exactly all right yeah, I like that way of looking at it. Like, a, this is me affirming what I know to be like already decided, already done. Here, look at it. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Whatever. And I think you're getting at something I've also been embodying. It's like everyone has a superpower that is their uniqueness. Even if someone is doing something similar to you, you still have the means to bring it your own way. So for myself, I'm like, don't try to copy them like even if it's similar do your own thing and your unique soul spark is going to come out of that and trust that <coughs> of the billions of people on the planet the people that resonate with that are going to come get it you know it's like if you don't like my cussing then go somewhere else you know what i mean it's like be yeah. in that authentic vibration and trust that it will work out the best but this is bringing up another question almost like at what point do we change our realness or authenticity to like be in the business world, if that makes sense? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> never. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> never. Never, ever. <laughs> never. Um, for 12 years, uh, I was the CEO of a, a Medicaid business. I work with people who have autism spectrum disorder. Um, I had clients in the state of Ohio over um, three counties and um, obviously employees as well. And guess what? I would show up to work very often like this. Hey. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I, I, and, and, and it would be funny, you know, because sometimes I'm walking in and and people look at you and they don't know what to expect, you know. And then when I open my mouth, they're like, uh, <laughs> like, oh my God, like, <laughs> like you're the smartest person in the room. Yeah. <laughs> but you look so like you don't give a shit. Yep, <laughs> yep, like, yep. no, I look comfortable. Yeah. Okay, you guys look how you think professionalism is you know but professionalism is is a cultural mind state and so you know um if we look at the music industry you know you have um artists wearing you know three-piece suits with jordans that's like mm -hmm. a total fashion clash you know mm -hmm. that's like fashion trash 
<laughs> but they're seen as you know <laughs> and i'm not even really into fashion but when i see this i'm like this just doesn't go together you know it's like, <laughs> but this is the new thing so uh, professionalism is your approach to your work you know it's your work ethic it's how you're getting things done it's the intelligence and the knowledge that you bring to your particular field i don't care how you're dressed and i know a lot of people will say you know you have to dress a certain way Hey, like I said, for 12 years, I was the CEO, you know, yeah, um, yeah. and that business, God had me start that business. God had me to close that business, you yeah. know, all yeah. under instruction of sorts. And so in that, I never had to change who I was. And I always tell people, people do business with people, you know, if it, so your authentic you is what people want to do business with. They don't want to do business with your brand. Yeah. You know, they don't give a shit about your brand. There's a thousand brands. Um, but who are you? And we're moving mm -hmm. more into an age where people are more connected to the souls of one another. And that's what's most important mm -hmm. versus, you know, being politically correct, which is why I'm the Polit Saint. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just never politically correct. And so I, in that, in short, never, never change who you are to fit into a room that yep. needs you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that total like mindset shift, embodiment shift. And also, I guess, like if people believe they need to do that, like as in conform in some type of way, I guess then that is their path and that they believe that. But yeah, like I believe that I don't want to change. I don't want to conform. I want to do my thing. And then, yeah, trusting that people will vibe. Well, people think of it this way. <clears throat> if if you change, you know, how you talk mm -hmm. to fit into a room, you know, mm -hmm. um, when you get in that room, how comfortable are you? Like not, you got like a, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, and so now, now you see, and so never compromise yourself to make other people comfortable. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, the people who are meant to do business with you, they don't give a damn what you look like. <laughs> Now, I have people tell me all the time, racism, racism, racism. Yeah. Hell, yeah. fuck. Listen, man, I, hey, I walk into a room, rich white people, okay? Hey, mm -hmm. I, I walk in there looking like me, being me. They love and respect and accept that, you see? But if I go in there and I'm being something other than myself, then guess what? They have white privilege. Uh, that's white mm -hmm. supremacy. <laughs> mm, oh and then that's true and then like on the flip side if they're in their like white supremacy bubble where people are all conforming and all of that on a subconscious level they're probably craving that realness they're like thank you thank you for showing me freedom like a mirror of authenticity like I want that whether it's like conscious or not I feel like that is in there for them you know so it's like white supremacy or white privilege is just as suppressing for white people as it is Ooh. for black people. Say that again, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it definitely is. You know, and that, that's hard to imagine, you know, but I live out here in the country. Um, mm -hmm. and everybody's out here, you know, <clears throat> white people, black people. And, and guess what? They all wave at each other. You know, they all say hi to each other. If something happens out here, if I get stuck or something, the white man's going to stop, the black man's going to stop. They're all going to stop to help me. It doesn't, you know, and so that's why, you know, a lot of people who follow me know I'll tell you, racism is an illusion, you know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's real if, if, if you realize it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So if it's totally, part of your, totally. you know, experience, then it's real. But mm -hmm. for a person that's not experienced in that, you know, like people say, oh, man, I'm not going to Alabama. They're racist down there. Well, hell, I, I can go over to the white people house and hang out, get something to eat. This is like, and go fishing and go whatever I'm doing. Just like I go to the black people's. And so I don't, yeah. I'm not experiencing that, you know. Exactly. It's such and a mindfuck to be like, oh racism still exists and like I'm an ally la 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 but like per to perpetuate it through talking about how it still exists it's like yo well, when we look at the word privilege mm. right a privilege has to be given mm. so in order for white people to have white privilege 
it has to be given by the black people who feel oppressed by that privilege. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So where is our responsibility to quit being victims? And so, no, we don't have to change who we are. We just have to be aware of who we are mm -hmm. and, and okay with who we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because as we do that, then we, you know, become whole or mm -hmm. holy. Yeah. Oh my God. Just the line of like white supremacy is just as oppressive to like white people as black people just like hit me. I was like, oh my God. Uh, so I'm here. It is. Mm -hmm. Imagine having to play a role that isn't you. Mm -mm. I can't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even the, the person who seems to have white privilege is under the same oppression as the black person. They have to pay bills. They can have their shit cut off. They can have their shit repossessed. And if they don't play this role appropriately, then mm -hmm. their things are gone too, you see? Mm -hmm. And so deep down inside, you know, hey, I might really like you, you know, but I got to fire you. Mm -hmm. And we'll look at that as, oh, you know, it races. Well, the person who actually fired you didn't really want to fuck fire you. you. know, they just were in a position for their own high. And, and so they're under the same oppression. Yeah, it's the like, I was just following orders, like trip that can go very dark, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's just oppressed. It's, it's, it's equal. Yeah. So um, as far as like entrepreneurship in today's age, over mm -hmm. the past year with everything that happened, have you identified like what have been the biggest like shifts in business or like what do people need to do to stay around and how the game has changed, if that makes sense? Um, <laughs> we are definitely moving into a digital, um, a more, you know, computerized um, way of living. Mm -hmm. And so, in order to stay relevant, you're gonna to have to definitely find a way to do that, you know, right. um, be it through, you know, Zooms, YouTube, um, Etsy's, um, Amazon, you know, putting yourself out there and um, being present in a social setting mm -hmm. if you want to be big time. Uh. You know, that That's, um, another thing is that, um, and I'm not seeing it happen. Actually, I'm seeing the opposite, you know, which is, um, hurts America and mm -hmm. Americans, um, is this is, it's like a, a, a I, everything mm -hmm. is about I, 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 you know, but, um, if I had to be honest and say, you know, if you're looking to become relevant in the future you need to find a tribe mm -hmm. and build with that you know and so um get beyond the the, the i and singularity and understand the oneness of all things in the universe and that is going to be paramount in moving forward you can't mm -hmm. continue to operate successfully yeah um as an I entity. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So technology and um, crowdfunding. So yep. groups, you need groups. Totally. And like in your little corner of the world in Alabama, have you seen like you are more in that tribal type of energy? It sounds like you were saying if the car breaks down, people independent of color will come help you out. Like, is that what you're experiencing in the physical? Um, yes, in some ways, but not, not when we look at business, you know, okay. it's, it's, it's that way as, as a culture here. Um, but even still, when you look at business, cause I have, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, coach, I have a lot of people, especially family members, you know, who will start talking to me and they have these wonderful ideas. And a lot of times people don't have the funding. Um, they don't yep. have the credit yep. score. They yep. don't have, you know, um, there's just always missing like one little piece. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, if I can just get you past this I 
mentality of I am going to do this. I'm going to have my own business because is everybody has their own business. Mm-hmm. And there is nobody to do business with. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. and so you have to have some camaraderie. Um, totally. But the community totally. culture here is is very warm. It's very welcoming. It's just like home. Every, mm-hmm. Everywhere you walk is home. You know, even if you go um, to a restaurant to order something to eat, it's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, buying food from your friend. Yep. Yeah, I feel like that is on a community level what I experienced at the lake in Guatemala. And that's just why I felt I could stay there for so long, so comfortably, you know, like the, and I come from a small town too. I'm used to that vibe of like you walk down the street you see people who like knew your grandparents you say what's up you buy food from your friend like it's so it's how I'm so used to living um I'm like in a big city right now and I'm like oh I don't (laughs) I don't know everyone by their first name it's weird but hey all in service to the growth and whatnot (laughs) but um I resonate with the need the tool of building with tribe and like collectivizing when it comes to business and the economy and stuff like that. How, if someone is like super rooted in the eye, but they're open to building with other people, like how would you encourage that exchange to go? Um, I encourage people to find like-minded people. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, one of the ways that I got started was volunteering. You know, I did a lot of volunteering in my community and um, found ways to offer my help Mm -hmm. um, versus looking for help. Like I've never, like I've always been like really independent. And so I don't like ask things or Mm -hmm. ask for things. And so one of the steps that I personally took was um, volunteering at other people's places. And then from there, I was invited into other things and you become part of. Mm-hmm. you know groups and collaborations that now you can find you know because a lot of times when we're looking at business we're like oh well you know I, I, I was talking to my friends or I was talking to my cousin I was talking to my sister I talked to my brother yeah you could be talking to those people but if their soul is not on the same mission as yours you know and now you're stuck to this is your tribe these are your business partners you know then now you you miss your opportunity mm-hmm. when if you would have simplistically went to go, you know, let's say you want to um, remodel houses, mm-hmm. you know, and just go to places where somebody does remodeling the houses and volunteer your time there without ever asking them for anything. Number one, you're going to gain a friend. Number two, mm-hmm. you're going to get knowledge. You're going to for yep. free, <laughs> you know, it's just like you're there, you know, people are like, I'm not going to help somebody for free. Well, you get, you get something for free too. Yeah. Like Cause shit. I've you never helped somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never helped somebody and, and it didn't reward me, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't that I was helping for the reward. It's an automatic, it's the law. So, you know, that would be the first thing. Um, join groups with people, you know, who are into your similar interests and then find ones. Because let's say um, you want to open up a, a, um, a tutoring company. I have a cousin with a tutoring company, right? So you meet other tutors. And so you're like own tutor company. So you meet a tutor to live in the East Coast, one in the West Coast, one you know, down South one up in the northern now you got four people and these four people come come together mm-hmm. now you have a mega corporation mm-hmm. you see yeah versus yeah. oh i got this you know tutoring company and i have a small portion of people that i'm helping but yep. if i just partner together with four other like-minded people now we have you see a multi-regional mm-hmm. thing yeah. and i always tell people no person ever became a multi-millionaire by theirself first of all the irs ain't yes. gonna let it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like what you're saying is so true yet there's still this narrative of like do it all yourself and like don't ask for help and like da la 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 and it's like can we get out of like the 1800s that's the pride and ego come on now that's, that's the pride and ego. 
Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, if you follow me, um, anybody who follows the Polish saying will say ego easing God out wherever mm. your ego is, you have eased God out. And so guess what? You're on your own. <laughs> like, I got it from here. Like a little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay. You do your thing. I love you. <laughs> if, if you ease the source out, I mean, it, it, it's guaranteed not going to work. <laughs> So you might learn a little something, but it's gonna take you longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, you'll be you'll be right back, you know, to start to <laughs> redo it, yeah. which is the beauty of this life, you know. Until we get it right, we just keep, you know, facing the same little lessons and same hurdles, and and life gives us a chance to, you know, get those things right. Totally, yeah, and like what you're talking about as far as like the regional spread of the group, I think of, I, I call it like the Oversoul Network to root into like the fact that it is spiritually aligned and like on this level that is beyond self as individual self, you know, it's like an umbrella well, of aligning to help the mission, the collective mission. When you say um, spiritual alignment, that's another thing that I think a lot of people miss um, mm. in, in our earthly pursuits is we will pursue the riches and the success, um, but our first pursuit has to be the kingdom. And so when you are asking, you know, God, lead this thing for, you know, your will, and you're doing it to serve your soul. Um, you know, because I hear a lot of people say, well, I don't want to do it with multiple people because that's more people I got to trust or, you know, and if they're operating from there, they're not operating from their soul, you know. Mm -hmm. And so back to the point, you can't win without source. So, you know, even when you're looking at these business ventures, you know, ask source, like lead me, guide me to what you want me to do, not just oh, I want to go and do this, you know, mm -hmm. because when we do that, those things, they don't last long. They don't carry a lot of substance to them. And they'll, you know, keep us <clears throat> feeling like failures. Mm -hmm. But when you know that you're following the path and, and you know, source is leading you, then it's, it's all fun. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that, you know, I always make sure. So then you don't have to worry about because guess what? Every piece from that point comes. Mm -hmm. you know that business partner that you need from you know and they just missing the little piece that you have and now mm -hmm. you guys can collaborate and then there's peace and there's harmony you don't have to have contention you know it's more cooperation than competition mm -hmm. exactly and I agree it becomes more fun and to me I, I call it like a game kind of not to take away like some serious natures of the reality but to root it in I'm following source, like it will all work out. This is fun. I'm having fun and to let that lead. And then that attracts people. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the point, but it's like the effect of the fact that I'm rooted in what is genuinely fun to me and like having me buzz. I'm like, so grateful for that. Oh, something that was coming up that I wanted to ask you as far as fear, you know, we can think people are afraid of failure, afraid of what their family might think, all of these like negative or bad fears. I'm thinking though, sometimes people are afraid of success. They're afraid of really doing on this earth what their soul is yes. calling them to do. It's like, you know what I mean? So how can people like deal with that? You know what I mean? Because the conscious mind can say, oh, I want this. Then the subconscious is like, I'm actually terrified to embody my soul's greatness on this earth for whatever reason? Um, that, that would be, I'm glad you brought me back there, right? Because that would be my second reason that I see with people is a feeling of unworthiness Ooh. is what that is. Mm. Um, and so unworthiness is rooted in um, our past experience between the uh, ages of newborn and 12. And so um, for those people, I do what's called cleaning out the cellar. Okay. Um, sessions where we uncover 
hidden things that a person has tucked away within their psyche um, that doesn't feel good and doesn't serve them that allows that to happen. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a matter of doing the dirty work. No. Your human experience is always more prevalent. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, remember this and remember that and you're not worthy. And and so those things start to play in and that can be very difficult to get beyond. Yep. Because depending on how long a person has dealt with the layers of that, you know, it's some people, you know, hey, I could do a few sessions with them and they're like off to the races. Other people, it's like, you know, they can be, kind of trapped in there and so that's an individualized thing but Mm -hmm. I always tell people find the the way to uncover you know what has made you feel unworthy Mm -hmm. and then once you can get beyond that and you know push those things out and then retrain the mind to worthiness yeah and would you say now you can accept now you can flow Totally. And people are, they're playing out unworthiness ultimately to protect themselves. Like, is that like they're acting off of past experiences? They're denying, say, a blessing, thinking it's protecting them. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, which is where I um, say it. Um, I, I did a video on it actually. Um, there's a fine line between self-love and self-sabotage. You know, that a lot of people don't recognize, you know, and we'll say, oh, this is self-love. I'm doing this to protect myself. But if what you're doing to protect yourself is actually keeping yourself bound to Mm -hmm. a past experience or by a past experience, that is Mm self-sabotage. And we got to call it what it is in order to get beyond it. We can't like follow our fluff this shit around and you know think that we're going to heal it so we have to be very careful and very aware of you know am I responding based upon what I've reflected upon which reflection is from the past projection is the future so neither one of them is present right here Mm -hmm. you know and so if it's from back there it's not serving you and you have to do the work to let that shit go and it's not easy work, but it's worth it. <laughs> completely, completely. You know? And so when you do that, you can get beyond the barriers of the self that mm. keep you feeling, you know, um, like a, a cynical failure or like a lot of people say, oh man, I take uh, one step forward, 10 steps back and blah, blah. Now it's really just, you know, a matter of you're missing some pieces and, and when you do the work instead of becoming the victim mm-hmm. then you'll become the victor and you, now you live this beautiful magical life exactly yes thank you for sharing again and i'm wondering how do you deal with people that have those limiting beliefs and limiting narratives so like in one case you're coaching them yeah but like something that's been coming up for me and the people I'm working with, they're saying like, I'm struggling dealing with other people's limiting beliefs. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a good point. Cause there's like the internal work. People can be like, I'm worthy. Let me do the shadow work, even though it's hard. But then say another person is mirroring like victim narrative, victim narrative, victim narrative. So I'm like, okay, you can like ignore them, but Hey, everything heals you. So like, how do you superpower transmute that while still holding space for their free will to be whatever they want to be, you know? Well, I always say if we have any connection to um, things outside of ourselves where they have an affect on us, Mm. then we we ourselves haven't healed enough. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So just do more healing for you. Mm. You know, um, when other people come into your vortex, 
and they are not um, resonating with what you're working towards. Mm -hmm. That is simplistically um, spirit's way of showing you where you are vibrationally. And so instead of trying to find ways to fix them, you have to be always focused on how to hire align you mm-hmm. because when you become more aligned those things have a harder time of coming into your vortex you know i just was telling one of my aunts you know some people um will say you know monica is so unapproachable mm. hey if they say that it's because they demons mm. <laughs> and they they can't come into my energy field because you see what I'm saying? They know that they're, and so that's all that is. Because if you know me, the last thing you would describe me as is unapproachable or, mm-hmm. you know, me. Um, but w- those things can't come in. And so it's not a matter of us fixing things external to us. Yeah. Because the more that we believe that we should give energy to things that don't serve us, the more healing we need to do. Yep. Because when we're healed, mm. we understand that this is my experience and that's their experience. Their experience cannot affect mine mm-hmm. without my permission. Mm-hmm. And so either A, I've taken on the God complex and I want to fix them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm attached to, well, I'm healing this. So I think everybody else should heal too. That's not a good place to be. Nope. <laughs> see, that, that's the ego in the mind. Yeah, that see, was now me. That's the pride ego, so. Yeah. Yeah, that so was like, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Real then. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember like first awakening, you know, 2016 or whatever, like 2017 hit. And mm-hmm. I was just, I was trying to tell everybody how they should be and you know looking back again like I can laugh and be in that joy and lightheartedness with just how absurd it was it's like oh baby no (laughs) and of course the reactions that I got were not great I'm just like what but this spirituality is like like a a good a good drug right Uh, so when people get up when somebody has something good yeah or, or like a good food you know when you have it it's like Oh, this is good. Maybe you should have some, you know, but um, not everybody's ready to receive. Totally. You know, it's like when I talk about the Bible in my videos, um, a lot of people, my my stories or interpretation of the Bible will be their first like exposure to the Bible. You know, then you've got people who they've been exposed to the Bible their whole life. Mm-hmm. And, then, and so every person's interpretation is their own and it's based on where they are yep you see and so so is yours Mm -hmm. and as long as you're having fun with that like oh yeah okay if i'm bothered by that what's wrong with me not what's wrong with them you know like because they're on their Mm -hmm. journey yeah and less and actually the less bothered you are by people's um undesirable behaviors or actions then the less you have to face them. Exactly. So, mm. but in the beginning, I think we're all like, hey man, listen, you know, it's like me. I was probably 15 when I started telling all my family, like FEMA coming in, FEMA coming to get us on. I didn't even really understand what FEMA was. It just dropped into my spirit, right? And so you can mm. imagine everybody like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. FEMA help people, you know? And I'm like, no, FEMA is. <laughs> no, but like go deeper. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, you're all deep and everything. And that's uh, most of my ancestors, like, are elders. They're elders because they're still here on earth. But they're yeah. like, you're just so deep, kid. You're just mm-hmm. so deep. And I'm like, you're an old soul. <laughs> no, I don't get that. They be like, you deep. Like, you, you deep. Like, where, where do you come up with this stuff? Like, who gave me this stuff to even say right now? Like, yeah. you know, like, it just came in my soul, you know. My aunt asked me that last night. She was like, was your mother like you? This is my dad's sister. She's like, was your mother into this stuff? Hell no, my mother thought I was a goddamn weirdo. <laughs> 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 no, I, was a, 
a high strong high ass weirdo (laughs) Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. just be you and um heal on yourself and love yourself and so when you're having those undesirable encounters just ask yourself like you know what made me attract this and where because what are you working to manifest what are you working on right then and those things are just um signs of where you are on your journey totally Mm, again thank you so much for sharing we're coming on pleasure we're coming up on an hour so i want to do like last question kind of final thought wrap up and i'm curious i'm curious like what are you currently learning or like working on right now that's like most lighting you up on fire um And most the thing that's most got me on fire right now is um, our position, humanity, mm-hmm. um, in the coming world. We're we're in our, you know, a, a second, like what is it, revolution or whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's like the thing that's got me most on fire. And what I'm learning is that it's, it's not the first time it's ever happened. Um, it, it's hopefully the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, thankfully, you know, thanks to our watchers and angels and guides, we're pretty on schedule. And um, most of us are playing our roles. And so I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm pretty on fire to mm-hmm. usher all of humanity to its next you know like the coming world i I hear them say you know new world order or um all that but things that man has planned are definitely um failing Mm -hmm. and um you know that's they planned for us but they didn't plan for us Mm -hmm. and so um, it's it's going to be marvelous and I think that has me like really really fired up excited and uh, not knowing what it looks like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that's that's what's my soul is on fire um, I'm right now reading um, Samuel Sagan mm. the Atlantean mm-hmm. secret it's a, 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 a it's a four book series but uh, <laughs> it's it's got me is going pretty good too because it's like okay lord i i I understand i get it i i understand i understand i accept i receive Mm -hmm. and um so yeah right now i'm pretty excited about that and and what's going to happen for humanity yeah that's what got me on fire right now like i i had a guy ask me the other day he was talking about Fourteen hundred dollars stimulus, right? And I'm like, okay. And he looked at me. He's like, oh, you don't look like you're very concerned about it. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I'm like thinking about the big money. Like we got big money coming. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> there's about to be a redistribution of wealth, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for the people who have been obedient mm-hmm. to the will of God and um, and into the people who are going to be the uh, recipients of the greatness that is definitely coming. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm on fire about right now. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm on fire. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm on fire about. And I'm yeah. learning that um, we, we, we're definitely winning this thing in a very practical way, a spiritual mm-hmm. way. Uh, yeah, more than they could ever imagine, more than we can even imagine. And so, yeah, I'm on fire. That, yes. that has me like souped up. Yeah. And to know how yeah, worthy really we grateful. are to receive all of it, yes. you know, like, yes, yes, yes. Born worthy, born worthy. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, the thing oh, was, we were born worthy, but uh, we had to choose. And, and, and for the people who had to choose, we had to choose through a lot, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of adversity, um, our friends not 
understanding, our family not understanding, our communities not understanding, the church is not understanding. It's like a lot of non-support, but to be obedient through it all. And, and believe me, the reward is coming and it's going to be great, just like in the days of Noah. You know, yeah. God never forgot Noah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so um, we're, we're headed to a beautiful time um, for the human race and species. And I'm excited. Um, yeah, all around, like in a weird way too. Like, so I just kind of. <laughs> just like watching on all the levels. Like, we still and chilling. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because I, I I've gotten past that myself on my journey. Mm. Um. So where it's just like I'm just really chill with everything. Mm. You know. Um. My mate mm. said I, I'm like easy like Sunday morning. Uh, you know. That's just kind of my attitude to everything. Um. Because I've seen it. You know. Yeah. And so I'm just waiting yeah. and having fun in the meantime, mm. in between time, um, doing my work, yeah. spreading the message. You know. Keep people's faith up um keeping people encouraged as much as i can and that's how I, yeah because it's, it's about to be I'm, i don't i don't know can you really see me on here i can't see me but i hope y'all can see me listen this is about to be the, the when this is written in history books like our great 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 grandchildren are yep. gonna be like you know this is this is what our elders and our ancestors and mm -hmm. their ancestors. This is what we've prayed for. This is what we've, you know, suffered for. And I, I give thanks every day to be chosen to be alive right now, you know, oh, because exactly. we are powerful. And uh, we're, we're definitely about to usher in uh, the coming world. Mm -hmm. And so it's mm -hmm. gonna be magnificent. And um, so where can people find you online or if they want to book a coaching session or uh, connect with one of your many uh, pursuits? Um, you can find me at The Healing Nest. So for like most of my products, um, The Healing Nest, I sell the wellness pendants, um, which, you know, increase focus, vitality. They help with um, meditating, staying energized and all that good stuff. Um, and then that's www.thehealingness2020.com. That's our mm -hmm. website. And um, on social media, um, I really only pay attention to Facebook. I'm kind of terrible at this, but I'm working mm -hmm. on starting a YouTube channel. That's all I'm going to do. And um, so I'm Polit Saint, P O L I T. S-A-I-N-T, that's one word across all platforms. That's Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It's the Polis Saint. And mm. you can find me there. Um, you can message me and you'll get something set up with me. I'm always. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not very tech savvy right now. So that's one of the things I'm working on is moving myself into the tech age. So. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, well, again, thank you so much for your time and all the gems you dropped and helping me do my part in the great work because I'm feeling just super called to stay joyous and in that vibration of like, we've already won. This is fun talking to people, sharing with people. And yeah, yeah for me, it's just, it's just what I do. It's how I be. And then to get the feedback of like, oh my gosh, this is inspiring, you know, to be like, keep going, keep going, keep going. So yeah, just yes. thank you so Don't much stop. for Ain't Seven, gonna scale it and keep going in the spirit of like collaboration and seeing this so beyond just myself as an individual doing the work, you know, it's refreshing. Yes, yes, it's a collective energy. I'm grateful. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I'm really humbled to be here. Um, I hope that this recording helps somebody, if just one person, you know, because the journey is very strenuous and it's it's like an honor to be able to make these type of videos mm -hmm. um, and recordings and stuff. So other people going on their journey have, you know, kind of a roadmap because I'll tell you when I started in 2007, 
uh, I was pretty lonely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I, I thought I was going crazy at times. Um, mm-hmm. And so I always tell people, you know, make way for other people and be patient and kind um, because, you know, you never know that person, they could be on their last moment, you know, yeah. this could be the one that they take themselves out. Um, I also just started a men's group on Facebook um, called the King's Healing Circle. Um, And so, and I also on Facebook have the Healing Nest for women. It's for women. It's a private group um, where women can go in and ask healing questions and have conversation, get things to stimulate the soul. and then the King's Healing Circle is for men um, who are starting on their healing journey and are looking to turn their lights on and get beyond the practical oppression that our oppressors have dealt us for far too long. And we have now the key to unlock. So, yes. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Like, if just if one little thing clicks for even just one person through engaging with this in the tiniest way, then I've done my job. You know, like I'm yes. here for that, you know? Yeah, ah, well, yes. excellent. I'm gonna take this energy and go forth in the rest of my day. Again, thank you so much. And I hope you have an awesome thank rest you. of your day. I'm gonna like do my thing and figure out how to get this downloaded somewhere, do, do it all. But yeah, definitely send that to you. Once I figure that out, I'm on my own tech journey. So <laughs> we're, great, we're learning. Great. And like just shout out to anyone who's like learning something and they have no clue what they're doing. I'm talking to myself hey, and you know, anyway. keep going, keep going, do yeah. it awful and get just a little better. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, peace and wellness to you. Peace and wellness to your audience. It yes. was a pleasure being here. Yeah. I, I thank you. Namaste. And stay cool, stay high vibing, and sprinkle it everywhere, darling. Hey, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Be well, be well. We'll be. (laughs) Yes.